0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Now, here's your host, Tony Caligieri. Inside High School Sports is brought to you by Minio and Sapio Italian Sausage. Taste the difference quality makes. Good morning. Welcome to Inside High School Sports.
2: I'm your host, Tony Caligieri, along with... Tom Prince from WNY Athletics. Roger Weiss is here. Kyrie Demos from the Niagara Gazette. And we are joined by center court. That means we're talking basketball today. Derek Kramer producing... Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. And I use that term loosely. <laughs>
3: Call me a name again? No, I didn't, Roger You called me a name. I got three witnesses
4: here. <laughs> you probably got more than three witnesses if he called the name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, called me a gentleman.
3: What did I ever do to deserve
4: that? He won't that? stand
2: for it. That's why he's sitting. Oh, man. All right, guys. Well, it looks like, uh, well, the snow's kind of calmed down. It's supposed to be a little bit of a... That's not snow.
4: This. That's humidity.
2: That's humidity yeah. coming down a little bit right now. There was nothing in the falls <laughs> when I... left when i got to amherst a little bit of uh snow
4: there was ice when i left the south towns we 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 have ice on the ground so we're supposed to get a mix today
2: snow some freezing rain it's supposed to go
4: snow to ice to rain rain, back to snow and and because apparently this storm has picked up warm weather along the way and the warm weather is going to change the precipitation as it goes on throughout the day i'd rather it just be
2: snow that's easier to get the (laughs) snow blower out And then tomorrow and the
3: wind comes in, and that's when it really gets to be yeah, fun.
2: Yeah, yeah but I, I, you know what, I, this is like one of those weekends. Bear yourself indoors. Stay indoors. People, yeah, there's please. a couple of uh, college all-star game today. Yep. Uh, Just hope
3: the wind don't knock the power off, so we have to miss the football games tomorrow. Oh, and then the Barrett Jackson
2: so uh, car auction going on. I'll be glued to that as I have been the last several days i'm such a gearhead i love the (laughs) barrett jackson car auction it's a blast you see some of these amazing cars go by and the prices Mm -hmm. uh, that they're getting for there was a lexus and it's not even come out yet it's a 2021 and they do this thing for charity and all the proceeds go to the charities that they pick Mm -hmm. and it's a write-off for the person that buys it guess how much this car sold for
3: three bucks $2
2: two million dollars unbelievable it is it's absolutely ama- oh. is that
3: without options or without, yeah. without
2: <laughs> options? <laughs> I think it had air uh and what was it Jeff Gordon's uh one of Jeff Gordon's race cars sold for two fifty thousand dollars I mean the the uh, price tags on some of these vehicles absolutely astronomical yeah saw 69 GTO go for 150 thousand. Oh, I love this stuff. I I get into it every year. It's on my bucket list some year to go to Scottsdale and watch the uh, car auction.
3: You need your heart out, right? (laughs) Yeah.
2: Well, I don't plan on bidding on anything. I just want to watch. It looks like a a great time. Everybody's having fun. All right, guys, let's get into our news and notes. I'm going to start off today, if you guys don't mind. Congratulations to Kendall Mariaker. He is a track star at Iroquois. Get this. He received a scholarship offer from the Naval Academy.
5: Oh, wow. That's off to him. Wow.
3: That's amazing. Yeah. Great stuff for him. Gee, and right away you said Mary Acker. I yes. thought, wrestling.
2: Yeah, well, you automatically do think wrestling, when you uh, mention the name Mary Acker, because so, uh, so many of them went on to stardom. Uh, at uh, iroquois and congratulations to justin mcdougall niagara wheatfield he tied
5: the program record of 222 wins this kids the wow. real deal he's got the chance to break it next week against grand island which is going to be a real pivotal duel um in the nfl so um you know interesting to see but hats off to justin he's put together a great career and um, his cousin Willie's at Niagara Falls. You know, two kids in the same family, all-time program wins leaders. Do you know how much Willie? Ha- how many wins Willie has? Is oh, he ahead uh, or behind? Man, I believe he's slightly behind, but I don't know the specific number. I'll have to get that back.
2: See, that's going to be fun at the family get-togethers. Oh, yeah. I have more wins than you do. <laughs> yeah, seriously, but Anthony, was that
3: a segue by the way? You were talking about cars and all of a sudden you come up with a guy with three deuces? <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Raj. Oh, you actually like that one for a change.
4: <laughs>
2: three so. deuces, uh, GTO. And a four-speed.
3: And so a 489.
2: I got a whatever. chance to actually watch him
4: at, at, the, at, the, at the Lancaster Duels. I got a chance to see him. He has a presence about himself yeah. that is just like when he walks around, you know who he oh, is. Yeah. He he really he's that much of a standout even at these meets. Just give like, him a WWE belt, it, you know, let him walk you, around. You, I it. mean, and, and and for his weight, yeah. you see, he's stacked. This he kid is. is. This kid really. Oh, does he's spending dif- time in the gym. Differentiate oh, no himself out there, and he deserves what he's accomplished. So, uh, yeah. no doubt about it.
2: All right, any of you guys, before I get to the G&G Fitness Coach of the Week, uh, news and notes from you gentlemen.
4: Aiden Shaw, Orchard Park, will be going to St. Bonaventure for golf, okay. is uh, one of the announcements I wanted to make sure that we made out there. Cool.
3: I have two things, Anthony. Uh, we had a uh, Jerry and the Pacemakers game in uh, Monsignor Martin Girls Basketball this past week.
2: Jerry and the Pacemakers? Yeah, we're, uh, we're going back to old 50s reference here? No,
3: fifth. come on. Dwight, Early '60s. Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, Mount, son of Jerry Mount Lewis. Mount Mercy uh, defeated Mount uh, Saint Mary's in a girls basketball game. So you know,
2: on the jersey, wait, Mount I can't Mary remember the Mount
3: lost to Mercy. Okay,
2: <laughs> don't sing anymore, please. <laughs> All right.
3: The other thing in this one is serious. I'm surprised I didn't do it a week ago. You know, my senior moments become senior hours. I want to give a big shout to uh, parents of two of the players. On the Will East uh, Boys Basketball team, Uh, Dr. Jeffrey New and Heidi New, a nurse, as well as Dr. Ray Ogra, they were the people responsible for basically saving Benji Blumen's life at that basketball game. God bless. About three weeks ago, I had the honor. uh, In fact, it was the week that I couldn't be here, but later in the afternoon, I went to the uh whoever had that classic where will east was playing two saturdays ago was that at the pew maybe yes yeah okay and uh friend of mine is a grandson who plays at will east he was able to introduce me to these people uh my goodness you know benji and i go back well let's put it this way uh tony Benji's a year older than I am, so you can do your dirt jokes and all that about me and no, Benji. No, I can't
2: because... uh, but, uh he
3: uh, recovered, he had yeah. a few stents, he's home. Good. Benji, get well soon, I'm sure you're listening. And uh, and even the doctors had a sense of humor because I told them, you know, I almost went to that game that day. And if I'd have saw Benji laying there, I'd have probably had a heart attack next. Oh. And the one doctor says, you know what, you're lucky because at basketball games we only do one heart attack at a time. <laughs>
2: Well, maybe they would have had an exception.
3: Well, I hope so. But anyway, I'm going to see Mike. I'm going to see Mike Greenberg in a
2: couple of weeks, and I know he's good friends with Benji, and uh, I'll get another update. Now, people, uh, you know, who may not uh, know, but are good friend dick gallagher uh recently underwent surgery trying to remove uh cancer i have it's to my understanding it was what six hours long and that it went well uh tom you're still waiting for an update as to whether they got it all but we just wanted to say and put it out there uh dick you know you're in our thoughts and prayers we're thinking about you all the time and i i can't wait to see you
3: paul stasiak was one of the referees at uh St. Francis St. Joe's game last night, and he just—I didn't get to talk to him directly, but he waved. He said, "Dick Gallagher," and gave me two thumbs up.
2: Beautiful.
4: Yeah, I've—I've uh, I've heard from uh, Dick's son Mike, and um, and he—Dick's uh, a very close friend of mine. He's a, as a lot of people know, and I think the absolute world of Dick. And and uh, it's a six-hour surgery he's had to deal with, and uh, and he, no matter what. We're going to hear that that surgery went well because that's who Dick is. And that's the kind of man that he is. And he is going to fight for every tooth and nail. And guess what? He'll be making sure that he's covering the football season this coming year. And he's going to do everything possible to make it right. And he has every one of my thoughts, prayers, and everything that I, that, that I could possibly do out there to help. But just know that Dick, uh, all of Western New York, as well as outside of Western New York, is behind you in this one
2: absolutely such a great man g and g coach of the week congratulations to our good friend and i to me this is a no-brainer brian baker wilson girls basketball congratulations on your 200th win if you would like to nominate a coach go to livefit.com and uh, tell us who the coach is and
5: why you are nominating him i actually wanted to uh talk about one of uh, coach baker's uh players uh with uh, Skyler Moneykayzen, she actually—I don't know if you guys know—she actually just it was announced she's going to be a part of um, UB's incoming uh, soccer class for this year. So she's going to be playing really soccer in the fall. Yeah, so oh, outstanding. Yeah, she's a three-three sport um, all-league athlete for Wilson. So she's yeah doing her thing over Show there. Show off. Probably
3: <laughs> the top female player in Niagara Orleans. Yeah, most arguably. Likely.
5: Yeah, she had twenty-five last night. All so, Yeah. Oh I yeah. Like <laughs>
2: One thing that's uh, come up and I, before we get into talking uh, boys basketball with center court, and it's uh, it seems like it's taken a life of its own. If you go to our Facebook page, Inside High School Sports, you'll see uh, plenty of back and forths and debates as to what's going on concerning Section 6's decision to uh, – Kind of change things up, where uh, you're going to now play league play, and it's no longer uh, going according just according to class size, and a lot of people, especially uh, fans of the uh, Buffalo Public Schools, feel uh, that um, that there were uh, racial uh, reasoning for them not being able to play. Uh, uh, some describe it as, as, as said that, it, oh, this is going to save money for travel costs. This is some ADs said this is going to rekindle some old rivalries. But uh, a lot of debate as to why, and it's heated debate. Uh, as I said, if you go to our Facebook page, uh, feel free to comment. There's plenty of discussion going on, back and forth. Uh, some say it's ridiculous. Uh, Time you brought up uh, where was the contingency plan. Uh, Then Buffalo Public Schools tried to uh, go to ECIC. ECIC denied it, they said no. So now Buffalo Public Schools are stuck without a league essentially, and they have to find teams to play, is the way it's. Uh, sorting out so I'm going to give you guys a minute or two each to give your opinion and then we're going to get on to basketball if not we'll spend the whole hour going on this and that's not fair to center court
4: Uh, Tom I, I I do think that they are also going to petition for the NFL league is one of the things that the Buffalo schools are going to do so there is a next steps right there um, I said on the show last week I didn't understand why that they, they couldn't have a contingency plan where ECIC could take in the Buffalo schools mm-hmm. as a just a football basis, right? Is what I was looking for, and then unfortunately the vote comes back in and did not did not come out the way we wanted it. I personally felt there should have been a contingency plan for the Buffalo schools to come in, especially because of the scenario where. They were a part of a Harvard Cup, were a part of a scenario. And it is not the same time as when the Harvard Cup was available. I don't believe... No, you had 11 teams back then. Absolutely. You can't just go ahead and do that. And I really believe there is going to be an off balance when you do a, for instance, a bird card versus a Bennett. It's just too off as far as the competition that is out there. I really wish there would be a contingency plan or a way to be able to get them in the ECIC-1. Do I understand the travel and all that? Yeah, okay, I, I, I get that. Right. Okay, I really do. But you've got to think about every single school that's out there, and I just don't think that it was fully thought out as far as what would the Buffalo schools were going to do. And I understand the four games. They're going to have four games to go after. Uh, certain competition to be able to do kind of on non-league games is what they're going to be able to do. Mm. But if you've got to play a non-league game against, a, against another school where you could lose points or you could possibly help another school get points to get a higher seed, you're not going to take that game. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, no AD is going to go ahead and do that, or no football coach is going to be a part of that. They're not going to do something that they think could, to, could hurt them, and that's a problem right there. Yeah, I
2: don't, I don't think it was thought of all, all, all the way through. Roger?
3: Two things. Number one, I'm not buying this travel restrictions and all that. Uh, about prior to the two years ago, the only travel quote discrepancy would have been Class C South because there's so many more school Class C schools down south than up north. Mm-hmm. Schools like what Gowanda and uh, Silver Creek actually had to be part of Class C North. Right. That other than that, as far as Class B and Class A, I don't want to hear it. Because last year and possibly the year before, they decided to break up A1 and A2 by class size rather than geography. Mm -hmm. So actually, Ken West and Ken East were in different classes. West Seneca East and West Seneca West were in different classes. If they'd have kept them by geography, that would have been all right. The other thing, I hear this, well, all the other sports are... By this system, why can't football? Well, the reason being, in all other sports, those teams, whether you're 20 and 0 or 0 and 20, all qualify for the playoffs if they so choose. In football, it doesn't work that way.
2: No, you still gotta have a certain amount of points.
3: You gotta have a certain number. Of, well, the top teams in each right. division. So, and the way it's set up, you know, you you're eliminated from the playoffs in the other sports. By a team in your class in football, you might not play a game against your class all year, depending on how the setup is, and yet you still don't qualify. And to me, that's blatantly wrong.
5: Kyrie, Um, you know, having been a a former uh, Niagara Frontier League athlete, like I get, you know, you want to build, keep those old rivalries, and yeah, cut down on travel and things like that. But at the same time, though, too, you know, it's really like you're ostracizing the BPS and. I, I feel like the biggest thing is both sides just need to work together. You know, I, I mean, I know the BPS, they may come off, they may seem like they're coming off as combative, like, geez, like why are we being put in this position? But you if you—if the shoe was on the other foot, you'd feel the same way. You know, they're not with a league. You know, they don't have a league affiliate. So if they were to build their own, yeah, that's great and all. Even still, if they were to do that, that's not like the problems are finished because they still need to finish out their schedule. So I just think both both sides really just need to be adults, look at the kids first over anything, and prioritize that because at the end of the day, this all this fighting back and forth that's going on, that's not gonna get anything done. The schedules still need to be f- submitted by March 1st, and that time's coming cl- closer than we think. I just think that everybody needs to to settle down, figure out the fact that okay, well, if we if you guys do come up with your own league, let's add this many games from these leagues that you guys can play against against comparable teams too. I'm not telling uh, a, to play Orchard Park and Lancaster and Clarence as their non-league schedules because obviously that's not realistic, but if you you know have a, a, a Lakeshore, a Louport, other Class B schools that are you know teams that you could play in the playoffs, I don't see why those teams aren't willing to work together to f- figure something out because it's going to have to be a year-by-year basis right. every season if, if the BPS does form their own league and doesn't get into the NFL, doesn't get into the No. Center court? Well, you know, football slightly out of my wheelhouse, but my opinion would
6: be, um, you know, there's a lot of feelings coming out about this, and that's fine. Everybody can hear their feelings at the end of the day. It's probably not going to change. So at some point you got to get to work on a solution for it. Um, Mine, maybe it's unpopular, would be just hey, you've got five Yale Cup teams. You've got Maritime Charter, who wasn't in a league last year. Take those six teams, put them together in a league. I know you're going to say, well, Bennett's a double A and Burgard's a B. That's not fair. Well, Luport's a B and Niagara Falls is a Niagara double Falls A. Niagara Falls is a double A. They're in the same league now. You know, uh, Maritime, Maritime's a B, but no one's going to make that an issue because they were a really good B. Right. Um, I, you know, that's really all I would have to say on it is at some point get to work on a solution and I think I'm tossing out a decent one. You had the Harvard Cup for all those years which you were so proud of. There was all different class sizes then. You competed. That's my thought.
5: Just quick, going off your point, last season a Class B Newfane lost to a Class C Wilson in a non-league game. Lower seeded, lower... Class teams beat higher class teams every season. It's sure, just, I don't want. I just don't want. Look at people. your
6: rivalry games. You got the Tanaawanda and rivalry game uh, every year. Every to year, to year the Lancaster. Pew plays Lancaster. Lancaster, Lancaster, and when they beat them. Boy, is that that's you know big for them. And, so. and
4: it's not that I not not that we don't sit here and say that. But if you're going to have a point system that's going to be able to get into the sections, right. there has to be an equitable way for us to be able to do that. Right. And that is where that needs to be looked at to see if that is feasible. Because if they are going to get beat on and you're only going to win one game as an upset. It n- may not be anywhere near the amount of points that you can get to be able to get into uh, to get into the section and get into a seating. No,
2: I disagree. I don't believe that it's racist. I don't believe they're pushing for segregation. I think those are just hot button words that are being thrown out there. I think the sticking point is is because when you look at the Buffalo public schools, they're drawn from so many different schools. One school, one program might be made up of seven schools. And Tony Traluzio uh, brought up a great point. He said, you know, we, we're, we're made, I think he said seven was it he goes but i've got a couple of the schools that send nobody and i'm being penalized by bed numbers right so i think that's where the uh sticking point is and i think that's maybe what led to uh the decision more than anything is that uh some of the suburban schools don't like the fact that buffalo public schools can draw from so many other schools
5: yeah i don't i don't want it i don't want people to assume that it's racial based because let's face it, programs like Niagara Falls or a might benefit from this move. And you know, those schools have a, um, per capita in terms of demographic numbers, have a, a high number of African American students in their districts. So, you know, I don't want people to just automatically use it as that, use that as the vehicle because I feel like there's more than that as a factor.
2: Yeah, I think people just look for the, e- you know, you want to take the easy way. Well, oh, that's it. That, you know, throw that label out there. That's the easiest one to come up with. You got to think a little bit more beyond that. All right. That's enough about that. If you want to get in on the discussion, go to our Facebook page, Inside High School Sports. We're going to take a break. When we come back, it's all basketball all the time with center court. We've got so much to talk about. I want to know who's going to be on your all boom team this year. The <laughs> <laughs> I saw the hashtag. The booms are out already. Basketball talk coming up after this on Inside High School Sports. <laughs> Good one, D. Yes. I used to play this on KB with Sandy Beach. Uh, it brings back memories. The son of Jerry Lewis.
3: Yes, he is. No, he isn't. Jerry and the Pacemaker is a British group. Then who am I thinking of? Gary Lewis and the Playboys is what you're thinking
2: of. All right. Thank you, D. Excellent, excellent. I actually love that song. Uh, I I love that old stuff. All right. We're talking boys basketball. We have center court in the studio. uh, The man that uh, will get us updated to find out who is doing what. Best school in Western New York. Would I be wrong if I said park?
6: Uh... You would be, you would be in the neighborhood of being right. You would have. Uh,
2: and I know maybe St. Joe's and Canisius might have something to say about it. Health
6: sciences. I'd say those four teams are they're, they're still trying to settle out who's going to be number one at the end of the year. Can you, you think know?
5: of a deeper starting five than Park's starting five? No, Death. no, no. They got the best starting five.
4: Yeah, sure. yeah. and 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 I still say I'm sorry. Oregon is the best center in Western New York. That kid is a beast when he well, is on. You don't on have to all, apologize for that yeah, opinion. I when mean, he is on all cylinders, odd. right there, I don't know if somebody can guard him right now. Yeah,
5: and he's just gotten better. That each, each night, game. Yep. each game, he just gets better and better. Looks more mobile. You know, finishing around the rim.
6: And he's got a couple inches on the next tallest kid in the area. I mean, right. he's, he's big. He went off to St. Benedict's for a year and played. Uh, he was part of the Federation Championship team. Yeah, he, he's legit. He's a, he's, a, he's a Division I center playing in Western New York. So I that. Chad, how many
3: of the schools outside the area are you familiar with? The reason I'm asking, what are the chances of, say, whoever comes out of Monsignor Martin and park school as an independent ending up in the federation
6: uh it, there, there's chances i mean based on state rankings right now that certainly looks like a a very probable thing if you're just forecasting state rankings uh but i think it's also park's got to get through albany academy which is <laughs> I mean, going to be really. easier said than done and and then i martin you know, whoever comes out of Class A, they still got to get through the New York, the Long Island, and then if they get through that, New York City. There's so much talent in the, uh, you, you know, the Catholic school Class A ranks, mm-hmm. but that also applies to what we have. You know, I would say our, our top two are Canisius and St. Joe's, and I, I'd put them among the best in the state. But, know. you know, it, it's, it's, sure, we'd love to see that happen. It's, it's tough to say for sure it's going to happen. I, it, they're not that dominant as I've seen them in prior years. They're pretty darn good. Now,
2: you, know. you were teasing us before the show about uh, a matchup or what may be lack of a matchup. Yeah, so
6: I did a podcast yesterday and uh, started talking about the what, what felt like was going to be the game of the year because we had Park no longer in the Monsignor Martin Association this year. They're an independent. And then the Monsignor Martin Association says, we're not playing non-league games against you guys, with the exception of St. Joe's who wanted to play that one game, and so it's been on the schedule play. all year. It's probably still on Park's max prep schedule right now, game on the 27th against St. Joe's. However, oh, <laughs> we, we done found out that game is not going to happen now, and I can uh, actually officially state that game's not going to happen because I got a message this morning, you know, not, not long ago, saying it's officially not happening.
2: Oh, man.
6: I hate to see that.
2: So, yeah, that
6: was – uh. That's what I spent a good amount of time talking about on the podcast I did yesterday. You can get caught up on that, uh, but we can certainly talk about it for a couple minutes here. Sure. Um, that, that game had been on the schedule all year, and it actually, uh, we had a Health Sciences East game that was supposed to be played last week. They postponed that game to be part of a doubleheader. So we were going to have a doubleheader, East Health Sciences, wow. followed by Park St. Joe's, at the Kessler Center, January twenty seventh, Monday night. Oh no goodness. major games in Buffalo even competing with it. Right. And uh, yeah, then we uh you know what I'm told Park has said no, we don't we, we can't be in that game. The reason they've cited for it is money that any games that they're gonna play have to be at home now because they need to generate revenue because of all the expenses they've incurred with all the traveling they've done.
2: Okay, so it's Park is the one that pulled the plug on the game. Park pulled the plug okay. on
6: the game, yes. And, and it was, you know, they cited money. They cited travel reasons. Now, the team has taken a trip to the Bronx, South Carolina, Toronto, back to New York City. I think for Brooklyn, that, that last one in that last yeah. tournament. Brooklyn, Rochester, um, they still have a trip out I to Albany. should have thought
2: about that before the year, you know, uh, when you start
5: putting these games together, what the costs were going to be. But as I was saying when you were saying, you know, the Monsignor Martin teams said we're not going to play you guys this year. Do you think maybe some bad blood on their end? Well, it didn't say and they wouldn't play. They Ryan.
3: said they couldn't be part of Monsignor Martin.
5: Well, exactly. Like, well, <laughs> no, But I'm saying none of the Monsignor Martin teams even want to schedule them as non-leagues outside of uh, Joe's. Correct. So do you feel like some bad blood was behind
2: Bad it blood also? in Western New York? Well, High school but, sports? But Why, you, Why would they, they take
3: it out on St. Joe's Joseph? if St. Joe's is the one team that was willing to play them? Right. St. So Joe's came out in.
4: of it with, from what I understand, like going against the norm to take that game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so I wouldn't want to see that. Now you're saying, like, monetary reasons. If it's $3 to get into a game that is one of the smallest gyms for people to go watch a game. How much money are you really recouping there would be my question, Good number point. one. Right. And then the second one would be, okay, well, if we really want to play this game, why can't we move it to Park? Well,
6: I, you know, you'd, I guess that's a question for St. Joe's. I think that uh, it, it was all along slated to be a neutral site game. I don't think the topic ever came up long ago that we need this game at home. That's, that's probably the, the disconcerting thing for me about the whole thing is the way it's all gone down. We're, right. we're less than two weeks out and all of a sudden it's, we're not going to be able to play that game. There's been no discussion leading up to it. You know, if, if it had been back in November we gotta have this as a home game because we're looking at all the travel we're going to do because we've opted to be independent and we're not gonna play the other schools then that's a conversation to have back then. Sure, it's a, it's a tough thing to do two weeks out to say, you know what, we don't think we're going to be able to do it because we don't have the, the funds to do it. And, and the, what you got to understand about it is the St. Joe's game was already on the schedule all year. The Albany Academy game was not. That popped up recently. So now they're going to take the trip out to Albany Academy, but they're bailing on the, the game here in Buffalo. They've since added a, a game Against Middle College that they're going to play at Bennett on I believe February 14th. That got added after the St. Joe. So I, I would have liked to have had them say, "Hey, Middle College, we'll play a second time, but you got to play it in our gym again because we need the revenue." I, you know, maybe that conversation came up. I don't know, but it's uh, just even to think if they were going to play at the Kessler Center. You could charge $10 a ticket and split the revenue four ways. Exactly. You're going to put 2,000 people in the gym that night, and everyone's going to make their money anyway. True. So I don't know. I don't know. crazy. I don't know.
2: All right, let's get into uh, who's doing, you know, you mentioned who the top teams are, Monsignor Martin and Independent. Let's get into some ECIC action here. Who do you like? Who's doing what? Oh,
6: ECIC. Well, your ECIC one race is a very competitive one at the top of the league, I believe, you know, without standings in front of me, but just off the top of my head, I think Orchard Park and Jamestown both have one loss in the league. And that might be your two teams in first place, but you've got Will North and Lancaster who just played last night. Uh, yeah, Will North winning that one. Right, and then there's, there's West Seneca West and Clarence who have also been competitive. So that's a, that's a really solid race up top in ECIC 2. Amherst right now looks like the team that's going to, going to take that league title. You know, based on the fact that they're undefeated in league, and the team that that might be their chief competition being Williamsville East, they w- have already won by 18 at their place. So, wow! Uh, oh. You know, there's the rematch, and and I'm sure that the Flames are getting to work on how they're gonna try to pull even with them and maybe share a league title. You know, love if the if, if everything there. else
5: can be equal, but I love the backcourt there in uh, Amherst. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a Jan very Stewart. nice Nick O'Neill and yeah.
6: Jalen Stewart. <laughs> Tell you what, I said this. Uh, once before, but Nick
5: O'Neill, boy, that kid plays hard. He plays you know? hard. Oh, he love plays a kid hard. that just plays with his passion. He likes his, his tunnel vision, downhill. I got to get these buckets. You know what I mean? He, he's a real real intense kid. It yeah, sounds like sure. their
3: football backfield. The two guys you <laughs> a
5: little, Honestly, I believe O'Neill played football. Oh, I, he I did. Say I know. I, I guarantee say, you he yeah. did.
3: First half of the season, he, rather than his teammate, would have been uh, the Conley Cup nominee. Yeah,
5: for sure.
2: All right, let's continue with the, the uh, ECIC. ECIC.
6: uh last night in ECIC 3, Depew went and picked up a big road win at Iroquois. You know, Iroquois was probably the team I had marked as the division champ, seeing them uh, maybe in a battle with East Aurora for it. And what's happened is Depew just went picked up another win at Iroquois. Cheek DeWaga has come on really strong in that league. They might be the team right now. So ECIC 3, another really competitive race, dropped down to ECIC 4. Right now, it's looking like the Tonawanda show. And that's pretty cool because Tonawanda isn't always a basketball power, but they've played very well in league this year. Uh, Holland's been a good team out there. Cleve Hill is, is starting to come on, similar to Cheek Dewaga. You know, maybe a team finding its way as the season progresses. So the whole ECIC it, it's very competitive. The, the ECIC2 might be the only of the four where you've really kind of got a little top heavy. And even within that, you've got a. Uh, West Seneca East, a sweet home, who they come in and make some noise and, and make it difficult for you. So is always competitive and fun. How about Yale Cup? Yale Cup, so you've got two-time defending champion, Middle College, and currently undefeated and looking like they're headed toward a third. They just knocked off East in their rematch, so they've swept the series with East. They've already picked up one win on the road at McKinley. Uh, it that, doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, know? McKinley is
2: usually not the type of team that you uh, walk through. I mean, they're so
3: yeah. tough or have no, I, so I tough wouldn't the-
6: say they walked through them, but they, they picked up a, a win at McKinley, which is a big win. Is McKinley and still
2: that smother you with uh, energy and, you know...
6: Organized
3: uh, helter-skelter. Yeah, organized
2: <laughs> helter-skelter. Are they still like that? Absolutely, yeah. That, that's, wow. That's
6: McKinley basketball. They're so
2: tough to play against. They
6: are. They play hard, you know, hey zyre dorsey zyre dorsey is a master motivator of young men as i like to say Getting anthony while we're this.
3: talking about uh, east high school we should uh, acknowledge the fact that uh at Glens falls at the uh, state semis and finals this year uh starling Bryan is going to be inducted into the new york state basketball hall of fame along with longtime section six chairman jim walker
2: yeah outstanding yeah that's cool
6: uh Sterling Bryant the most wins in the city of Buffalo and uh he's he definitely deserves that hall of fame and uh it does it with defense. That's that what's yeah. radical amazing. Radical
3: coach. You hold the team to 39, you only have to score 40 to win. How yeah. radical can you get?
6: <laughs> Out yeah. of control. I mean his teams are fun to watch and it's it's sure fun listening to him when he's on the sidelines too. He's 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 entertaining to say the least.
2: He's been there for so long now it just uh, I can't even remember what the, he's without him.
3: Anthony, my first before show. Before that, traditional. My first show as co host. I'm glad you mentioned traditional. My first show as co host, Starling Bryant, Lazar Hayward Jr., amongst others, the traditional basketball team. Never forget that.
2: Yeah, and hanging out with them uh, at Buff State, that was fun. You know, uh, we were on Yale Cup. And we yeah. dropped down to Yale Cup
6: 2 real quick, and the team that's coming on strong and looking like they're going to take that league this year is Bennett. Bennett was, uh, they were in a Sectional final last year as a Class C team. They're up in Class B this year and they are they're doing a great job. They just took the rematch with Olmstead and it looks like they are in the driver's seat to win that league.
2: I have to ask, how are my Bulldogs doing? Your Bulldogs are okay. They're competitive. Yes, but
6: they're they're not quite where Bennett is right now. Oh
2: yeah. man. <laughs> Come on, Burghard. guys got to pick up the pace all right we're going to take a break when we come back we have niagara orleans we have nfl to talk about so we'll have all that and more with center court uh don't forget what do we have sports talk saturday following us and later on you have sabers and nashville eight o'clock tonight right here on wgr sports radio 550
1: okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you
0: Price and coverage match limited by state law. WGR Sports Radio
4: 550.
2: We're back. One last segment of Inside High School Sports, and then Sports Talk Saturday follows us at 11. Center Court getting us up to date as to what is going on in high school basketball. Let's get into uh, Niagara-Orleans League and the NFL. Okay, so the Niagara-Orleans League
6: this week, big result. Albion knocks off Newfane. And they stay undefeated in that league, and I think Newfane only has the one league loss to Albion, so mm-hmm. that rematch at Newfane coming up in February becomes very important. I would project both of them to win out and get back to that game, and uh, it's uh, can can Albion take the league? Or can Newfane pull even, and can they share it? Wow.
5: And one thing to note of Newfane, Newfane's been having a real, real good season. They've been playing all season without their best player, too. Deuce Capen's been dealing with a knee injury ever since uh, training camp. So, Is he, he going to be back, or is he done for the year? Talking with him. He said he planned on – this was two weeks ago. He said he planned on coming back within the next few weeks, so – by right. the time, had, back just they before had, playoffs. they had yeah. hoped
6: to have him in late December, then it looked like early January, and it keeps kind of getting pushed off. And I'd always err on the side of caution, don't rush a kid back, right. you know. Make sure he's right before you put him back on the court. But yeah. it's a great point that Harry made is that he is a – He's a difference maker for him. You're talking about a, what, a 6'4", six, 6'5"? Six, yeah. A lot of length. A lot of length. He can, he's smooth with the shot. He makes his free throws, uh, alters everything in the paint. He'd make a big difference for him if he gets gets healthy.
5: And he could really h- help because if he comes back, he's a guy that you can throw at Deontay Farley, who was who's the reigning um, N. O. player of the year. Um, you know, lengthy guy himself. He's got a little thicker build than, than Deuce does, but even still, you, you have him back. You know now Garrett Schrock isn't getting his worn down in the post. Now now uh, Michael Carmer isn't getting his worn down in the post too. So
4: how about yeah. Garrett Schrock, a three sport athlete that really will will be one of the top three sport athletes three in Western Stark. New York. Yeah, yeah.
5: Like led Newfane to a division title in football. Best player on the basketball team this year. He's had numerous double doubles, and I mean he. Baseball is the sport he's going to play in college, so we'll see what he does for his senior season. So another yeah, one showing off. How
4: about how about Akron? Do you think they'll have a a, a say in what happens here? Oh, they could. Yeah. Akron's one of those teams that's played that's really what I mean A team playing up right now, playing real well. Is that a team that could put a mix and 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 give a scare to one of these teams?
6: Yes, yes, they're they're definitely that team. You know, when I when I say that, when I'm just looking ahead and saying I think it'll be those two, Albion and Newfane, and a rematch decide the title. You know, that's me just trying to make quick predictions as we're whipping through a show. Absolutely, a team like Akron could have something to say about it. A team like Wilson, too. You know, Not for the sure. best Wilson team I've seen, but the way they play, they're, they're always in a game, and they could always catch you. You come in, and you're not ready for them.
4: And look at Akron just went out to Wilson, has a big win Thursday night over right, Wilson. For sure. In a very hard fought, it was, was, it was a physical type, was type game. The yeah, that, score? That, exactly. 40 25.
6: That's a grinder.
4: <sighs> this show is. to just show go Akron with can the win type Bryant of stuff that's again. It never
5: ends. <laughs> (laughs) It's like a that was like a football game, but I'm glad you brought Wilson up. You know they're like they've been having trouble scoring, but holding Akron to 40, they've been holding teams under 60, under like around 50 all season. So
2: play great defensive football, play great defense in basketball. I'm not surprised. Exactly.
5: Yeah, loved that Wilson
6: football team this year. (laughs) Same here. They were shout out to to Coach Atlas. Yeah, big shout out to Coach Atlas. What a great job he's done with that program. Anyway, basketball, NFL. So. The big result this week that shook everything up was Kenny snaps a seven-game skid and and drops uh, top ten large school North Tonawanda. Now, North Tonawanda had a narrow loss at home to Niagara Falls, and I think that they were thinking, hey, let's get back to that rematch at Niagara Falls. If we can beat them, we could share the the league title with them in the the large school ranks of the NFL. And then, Kevin West comes out of nowhere and clips them. I shouldn't say they come out of nowhere. They were on a seven-game losing streak, but some really close results and playing well within that, and then they finally kind of broke through and got that that signature win over North Tonawana, so that's
5: really cool. And that loss was definitely that much tougher and more, much more amplified because N.T. was coming off the loss to Louport Tuesday night. And obviously when you go in to visit a guy like Roddy Gale, Jay Yeah, Lee he's Gale, just going to win a 1,000-point score. And yeah, in his sixth game as a sophomore, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> um,
6: <laughs> so but. so
5: those results really
6: set up Niagara Falls. You right. Know. They're, they're, they, looks like they're going to cruise through the league at this point. Uh, you know, th- the big competition is Are you Leuport. surprised with
2: Niagara Falls? I mean, change of coach, uh, losing uh, so much talent.
3: Or in that, um, yes, Bradbury or
5: Rodney Brown? Yes, Jalen Bradbury. Yep, he's, he left with Lightfoot left, but it's just open doors for Taylor Sanders. I'm and not Ricky. surprised, no.
6: I think uh, Brent Gatiss does a great job with him, too. Oh, I, he's obviously I, he, doing he's a great job. He's been a job. part of that program for a long time. I think uh, some of the work he's done for that program over the years maybe hasn't been publicized or noticed as much, but – He's a hard-working guy, and uh, he's done a very good job with that team. And Has like he you said, that, as he's been around as was
3: coaching, he's been there oh, that even before. Oh yeah, really? Well, even before. That's the guy doing the scouting for the dream time, team. Yeah. You know, it's about time we do give him credit. Continuity. Then. He's been around for got to be what twenty S- years? Right. Twenty plus years, right.
5: definitely. Yeah, he's a hard nosed guy, and they've really taken on his his. Um, they, they, you know, when they say a team take reflects the uh, personality of their coach, right? They can they, you can really see that in these guys? They've taken their time to really develop that, but they've they're they're getting to that point. And like wa- I watched them. They against can CSAT. smother teams. Yes, like I watched them against CSAT last week. Who CSAT. was it that they
2: held the twenty something points? Was it CSAT? It was CSAT. Twenty nine. 29, I, yeah. I-, I looked points. at that.
5: And I was like, Am I seeing a misprint? No. And it wasn't like. CSAT was taking awful shots or anything like that. They just Niagara Falls was just all they smother
2: that. you with defense. Yeah. They get on you. They force turnovers and run and run. And yep. we
6: would be remiss to not mention the season that uh, Jamon Turner is having at Falls. Really, like he was the number four guard on that team last year. And Willie leaves. Jalen leaves. Josiah Harris leaves. And there's Mookie. Hanging in there, and boy, has he been? Has he stepped
5: up his game and been awesome for that team? I witnessed team. this kid. You're wearing a, an O'Hara shirt right now. I witnessed. It was this, given to me. I, I witnessed <laughs> this kid outscore. I accept any shirts from any schools. I witnessed him outscore Cardinal O'Hara single-handedly this season. He's had 39 points in their second game of the season. O'Hara had 38. The this number
4: is, four wow. guard from a year ago.
5: From a year ago. He's right. he's doing this thing. Mookie's doing this thing.
4: It is going to be fun to see them get back into the double A and join now. What we've seen from Will North, what we've seen from Lancaster, what we've seen from Orchard Park and Jamestown, that's going to be fun when they all come together.
6: Right, and at the end of the day, it looks like it still has to go through Niagara Falls. You know, totally, to, and if to you expected
4: time. anything less, right. absolutely, but I think that you, you'll you at least see some teams that will be ready to play that game. Do Who's going to play
2: at Buff State this year? Mm. Oh, Real quick before
6: I jump on Buff State, I want to give CSAT a plug when we're talking NFL. Mm-hmm. Their only league loss this year... Is to Niagara Falls. They're playing extremely well. Now they they, they won a game at Louport without Roddy Gale in the game, but throw hey, that out. Take wins when right. you can. Take wins when they can. They've been doing a great job. They they deserve a plug in there for sure. For Absolutely. Play in the NFL. Sure. Uh, who's going to Buff State? What well, I in the season preview, I always drop you know my predictions as to who's going. And so uh, without that in front of me, I can I can tell you like right now off the top of my head, teams that I think would go. Uh, in double a, I would take Falls, Jamestown, Orchard Park, and Will North. That, yeah. That's that's Ooh, what I think is I like waiting that. for us, and that, that's a nice little bracket there. Sure. I like
5: the point guard over at Will North. I forget his name, um, but I've, I actually –
6: David Bass? Yes,
5: I believe so, yep.
3: Chad, was that Jamestown game at, uh, I believe, the DePew tournament, was that a hiccup for them? They just didn't seem that impressive that night. Uh, Drake couldn't uh, – you know, the coach's son. Um, Trey Drake. Trey Drake. Uh, seemed to have a very off game and all that. Was that the, a non, the non-Jamestown team we saw that weren't used to?
6: I think Jamestown starts five underclassmen, and when you do that, you're going to be up and down, up and down. So I think they're fine in their way, but that's the same team that rolled with Health Sciences, too. They're a pretty good team.
2: We yeah. have less than a minute. Uh, let's go back to who's going to be at, at, at Buff State.
6: Oh, who's going to be at Buff State? An uh, A1, I would, I would think maybe like North Tonawanda. Mm-hmm. McKinley, Williamsville East, mm-hmm. uh, Kenmore West—you okay. know, those all look like teams that could be there. Uh, and in Class A too, that's like my favorite bracket of all time. You got, mm-hmm. you got <laughs> Luport, Amherst. Health Sciences, Amherst, South Park—loaded. Just, just loaded. East High. I mean, there's, there's five teams that gotta try to fight for four spots. Tom. What a
3: surprise! He thinks McKinley's going to Buff State, Anthony.
6: <laughs> all right, uh, B's. Hey, uh, let, me, let me wrap this up by, by throwing out one news and note. Bob North from Westfield picked up his 400th win Whoa. this week. 400th. And that that's I wish huge. I'd have known that There's he was out Brian. Right, maybe for next week. But right. uh, and his team is ranked 14th in the state in Class C. They're 11 and 0 this season. They Props to Panem Bob North in the ago, Westfield we were Wolverines. Game a for sure. Yeah. Very well,
2: impressive. Center court, we will have you back. Obviously, uh, sorry that we had to take up so much time in the first segment, going over a big story going it's on, on and issue in football. It, <sighs> it is an important issue, and it had All to right. be. everybody, disgusting.
6: go to the Martin Luther King Classic. Let's go watch some basketball. Five games over at City Honors and the big game canisius falls today i love it
2: all right guys take care we'll talk to you next week with more inside high school sports
0: this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget